0: All right, people, I'm not gonna lie to y'all, man. I know I've probably missed like a cold 87 days of the month so far, which I know makes no sense. But y'all understand what I'm trying to say, man. I don't want people to think I'm, you know, I'd be taking these family medical leave acts and hiatuses from the show just whenever I feel like it. No, that's not the case. No, there's not a lot of bad shit going on. It's just I'm not gonna lie to y'all, man. I did have a lineup and y'all know I don't like to announce you know certain lineups and oh this is going to be the theme for this month because it never ends up going that way but uh there was a particular lineup for this month and outside of the lineup for this month there is also um you know me gearing up to do you y'all know you all already know but for the uninitiated i do do another show outside of the tutor reviews podcast please check that out two wednesdays out of the month me and my boy johnny zuko we do R and Z live and um make sure y'all check out his podcast also and shout out to um Ginger Snapping Miss Moist, his co-host. But, uh, you know, we we did our own show outside of our own solo shows. So, like I said, we do that two Wednesdays out of the month. But I'm gearing up to do that. That will be this Wednesday. I think our topic is... um uh, What is our topic? Movies that deserved sequels. And that should definitely make for a solid episode. I know what's on my list. I can't wait to hear what he's got on his list. But also, you know, gearing up for that show and trying to keep that in order. There's also something... I won't say what it is, but it's something really, really special and near and dear to my heart that I've got coming up for the Tudor Reviews podcast, man. So I want everybody to stay tuned with that. That is all I'm going to say. It's been a lot of preparation for a lot of different things. But um, one of the things that I really did want to do, I wanted to do if I didn't do anything this month, I want to do commentaries that are geared for Black History Month. Now, I, Now, granted. And I've said this before, it should come to no surprise, but for any new listeners, I feel like Black History Month is more than just one month, but because this is the month that we were given, I'm going to go along with this. Uh, you know, it's not like I don't celebrate or anything like that. I just, I'm on the same playing field as Morgan Freeman when he did that, was it a 60 Minutes interview where he's like, how do you limit my, it's not verbatim what he said, but something along the lines of, how do you limit my history to one month? And I completely agree with Morgan Freeman because I feel like sometimes in February, you know, black folks, we we tend to go we, we go crazy. We get gung ho and we be wearing dashikis and all these garbs and shit and we be watching Black Panther and I guess we're watching Wakanda forever, which I will do commentary for this month by the way. But I feel like we go crazy and then when March hits, it's kind of back to normal and I don't like that, man. I want it to be I want us to keep that same energy every month, every day, every year and so on and so forth, man. I feel like that should be every month, but because that is the theme here, that's what we're going with. So I felt like what better to do than something that's long overdue and um i've actually you know i'm I'm not gonna lie to y'all man i did try to do commentary for wakanda forever got through the entire movie the entire commentary y'all and i deleted the audio because i did not like how it sounded I, i forgot how you know that was my third time watching the movie and i forgot how much it was to unpack i forgot how layered that movie was and i felt ill prepared for it um you know, even more ill-prepared than I am when I go into something watching it for the first time. So I feel like Wakanda Forever will be what I do commentary for to close out Black History Month. But I told myself, we gotta get some black horror in there. And while there are other ethnicities in this film, we gotta get, this is black horror for the most part, but we gotta get it from somebody who is a black filmmaker, black writer, black director, black creator all around, man. Jordan Peele the movie nope like i said this is long overdue man um i had a couple speculations about this movie when the trailer dropped actually when the poster dropped because i was like is that uh you know like one of those um circus strings with the flags on it coming out of a cloud you know and the cloud is over top of what appears to be a small town i didn't know what it was and there were a lot of assumptions there were a lot of people trying to dissect easter eggs in the poster there was somebody saying that the town was going to be you know uh the town was going to run afoul of an evil force that was going to possess everybody and i'm like okay are we about to get a zombie movie there were people insinuating that the idea of it was going to be um you know based off of a twilight zone episode and that kind of made sense i thought that's what they were going to go with with this film because jordan pill was uh he was hosting i don't know if he produced or his other involvement in that twilight zone reboot series But I was like, okay, if they do anything, they'll base it off of a Twilight Zone episode. But I said, I don't think so, because Jordan Peele, you know, for the most part, has really been coming up with uh, with all his own original ideas, man, which I really respect and admire about this guy. You know, he's one of the guys who comes from a comedic background who just tapped into. You know, he's always had a love for horror and appreciation for it, even in his spoofs, you know, in the Key and Peele Uh, segments that they do but this is a guy that came from a comedic background and just jumped onto the horror scene and just completely turned it on his ear with with original material original movies and that's one of the reasons why i feel like jordan peele will always stand out and it's you know this is something that a lot of people from comedic backgrounds are doing we just recently saw it um or at least a year or so ago we saw it with chris rock you know executive producing and i I think he had writing writing credits don't quote me on that but either way his involvement behind the scenes and uh on screen with spiral which was actually a really great saw sequel man it was better than the last one is it the best in the series i i don't think so but as far as the ranking goes it's definitely top five for me man i was really surprised because i thought that movie was gonna be garbage then um as far as other people from comedic backgrounds dabbling into horror you also got danny mcbride who you know he's he's funny as shit just being danny mcbride so when he does these these roles these character roles he's pretty good in those but for him to jump on board you know and do serious acting in you know alien covenant and to be behind the scenes right in something like you know this new or the, the recent david gordon green halloween trilogy i love seeing people be uh you know multi hyphenates. You know they don't just do comedy. They can do horror. They can do thriller. They can do psychological things. And um, that's basically what Jordan Peele is showing us, man. And honestly, in my opinion, I know we're about to get into this commentary, and I can't wait to get this out to you guys. But I, I gotta say, man, overall, while I don't, I'm not sure how I rank these three films, but Jordan Peele is three for three for me overall. Get Out was a great movie. It was a great introduction to us seeing that Jordan Peele can do horror whether it's psychological or straightforward or whatever and he always i say psychological because he seems to be putting more than just spectacle horror in these films man and and you know he's three for three get out was a great movie us was a great movie nope is a great movie am i going to give it a you know a 10 out of 10 i don't know yet i don't think i gave this a 10 out of 10 when it came out the only movies i believe i gave a 10 out of 10 to last year was x and um x prey and wakanda forever and y'all can by the way if y'all want to check out the commentaries for x and prey great movies man but um we'll see how we feel about this man but we got jordan peele writing and directing this i know i'm getting a little long-winded um you know with this with this intro we're almost eight minutes into this shit but this is just you know again it's a testament to how excited i am to to jump into this and get this commentary out to y'all man but you know we got a uh, Jordan Peele familiar from Get Out coming back in this movie. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya's in here. Kiki Palmer. Brandon Pereira, who I, I think I'm saying Perea. I think it's Perea. Y'all listen. We're not even gonna get into the last name pronunciation because y'all already know I fuck up. But uh, this Brandon Perea, he looks like he looks like a, a a a Hispanic or of Spanish descent version of uh what is that dude's name? Dave Franco. That is exactly who this dude reminds me of. He does decent in the movie, but that is exactly who he reminds me of. You got Michael Wincott in this movie, top dollar from The Crow, and Elgin from Alien Resurrection, who is, if people don't know Michael Wincott for anything, which they should know him for, his great underrated performances, people know Michael Wincott for his voice. Michael Wincott sounds like he should fucking host a radio station that is only played at night, that is some of the most soothing yet sinister you know, uh, voicing that you've ever heard in your fucking life, man. I think he's a fantastic actor. Keith David is another cast in Steel in this movie. Uh, Stephen Yoon. Is it Yoon or Yin? I'm gonna say Yoon. But Stephen, um... Yoon from uh you know Glenn from The Walking Dead and it's kind of weird seeing Stephen Yoon in this role because I it's hard to see him with with his with both of his eyes perfectly intact in his skull because after that Walking Dead episode with Glenn, listen we're not even gonna get into that people but this is um I'm actually watching this online but it is streaming I'm not sure if it's on HBO Max or anything like that but it is definitely still streaming people you can definitely still find it online and this is definitely. The standard theatrical version of Nope. And I'm just saying that. Y'all already know that's just in case y'all are tuning in with me. And if y'all are tuning in with me, y'all are the true to the reviews MVP. So, us being almost 10 minutes into this intro, uh, sorry to take up everybody's fucking time, but y'all know it's about to go down, man. I'm feeling like I'm back. It feels good to get this content out to y'all. Let's jump into it, man. This commentary for nope people. I will hit the play button in 3, 2, 1. Did I mention there's an alien in this movie? I got so carried away with everything else, I didn't even mention what the fuck this movie was about.
1: you think that a man who can send a rocket into space would be able to manage a present.
2: Nope.
0: Alright, so do I look at the invisible camera? Because they said the name of the movie in the movie, or do I keep going with my opinion that this is a movie that gets a pass and i'm not just saying it because i have a bias and this is a black writer director but this is one of those movies where i feel like you can't you cannot get past the title and i feel like with black people being in this movie this is the perfect title for it because that's me watching every horror movie i'm just like nope can't do it what's it say i will cast abominable fil- what i don't know and this shoe man this shoe that's standing straight up there was an explanation on uh on facebook i don't know if it was fandom wire or coming Soon.net. they explained why that shoe was sitting straight up like that standing straight up like that and i didn't i never understood it i didn't read the explanation but there's a lot of things that went over my head even seeing this movie twice before and i feel like it's either going to be explained this third watch or it's not This monkey, I want to say this monkey CG, but it looks really good if it is CG. This is also, um, if they ever want to remake Dunstan Checks In and you know have Jordan Peele direct it, boom. I say let's do it. Have Dunstan running around that hotel, I almost called it the Overlook Hotel, but have Dun. who would watch that? Would y'all watch a, a all horror remake of Dunstan Checks In and he's just murdering everybody in the hotel? And then you really have to call in that, that Paul Rubens type of character to shoot this motherfucker. I think that would be a great version of it. Please no, man. It's a, I, If y'all heard that, I couldn't tell if that was a truck or a T-Rex outside my window. Every time it seems like every time I start recording, it's, it's all these types of traffic violations and ten-car pile-ups from Final Destination Two. Like last night, somebody's house was on fire. So if I would have recorded last night, it would have picked up a lot of the sound from the helicopter that was just you know flying in place outside my window. Ladies and gentlemen, Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluya, man um, I, I honestly don't know what my favorite role of his is by far and while he wasn't in it much I feel like he was fantastic in the movie Widows he's got one of the best track and shot sequences I've ever seen in my life I know Keep David who I have been trying to interview for like a year now. I don't know if he even saw my DMs on Instagram, but I'm, you know, I'm not going to stop people. I'm going to get that Keith David interview. So when y'all see it pop up on Twitter reviews, so just execute. I would. I'm not going to lie to you. I would be so intimidated if I got to interview Keith David because he he reminds me of my grandpa. Something about him, man. And something about him, just like a, a lot of his roles, he's either Kirby from Dead Presidents or he's Childs from The Thing. Sometimes Spawn, because he did do the voice of Spawn for that that HBO series. Matter of fact, let me put Keith David on my list. I got a list of people that I want to interview. It's kind of far-fetched, but I'll put Keith David on there. I'll speak it into existence. now a lot of jordan peele's said inspiration for this movie was uh was from the movie jaws and it wasn't until the second time i watched it that i understood exactly what he meant by that 'Cause that was a pretty bold comparison to make, but you know, you watch this movie a couple times and and it's like, okay, I get it. Ah. Yeah, this this was a oh shit moment. I didn't I didn't understand it at first. But then I you know, it, it kicked in for me. never noticed how the blood is squirting out of his eye like that god damn he's slipping away but it's so sad because daniel Kaluuya is just trying to keep his dad talking and trying to keep him awake and he can't you know he can't save him it's unfortunate man and it was i was surprised because i was like wait keep david's in this movie and then he's just killed off in the beginning ballsy move man and then you see the x-ray and you see that coin that went through his that went through his eye and into his skull and then you realize at some point holy shit like i didn't get it at first but then when i saw that it was a coin and you hear the little pings that are coming out of the sky when they hit the ground i'm like wait this is like extract and it reminds me and you see there's a key that's inside of the horse's like you know not his ass but it's in his hind for the most part and it wasn't until like the second time I watched it, I was like, wait, this is, it reminds me of, um, I don't know how many people saw the movie Phantoms based off the Dean Koontz novel. But there's a moment in Phantoms where they find, they call it an offering, but it's not really an offering. It's a bunch of pacemakers and jewelry and pearls and basically things that this creature couldn't digest. So the second time I watched this, I'm like, holy shit, these are things that, you know, the aliens didn't want. And then obviously there's a twist on the aliens or the alien in this movie and it's it's pretty fucking solid man I, I did not see it coming at all and i feel like that was a decent intro for this movie um it it uh it it starts you off by leaving a lot to the imagination already Like, you're already invested at that point. Like, oh, I want to know what's going on. Why was there a key stuck in that that horse? Why did a coin kill Keith David, of all people? You know, we just lost childs from the thing. I'm sorry, written, directed, and produced by Jordan Peele. Excuse the fuck out of me. He did that Tyler Perry shit. Y'all know when y'all watch a Tyler Perry movie, it'd be like starring Tyler Perry, directed by Tyler Perry, produced, written, executive produced, hair and makeup by Tyler Perry, boom mic, gaffer, craft services by Tyler Perry. Like, Tyler Perry did everything. Talk about self-employment, that's it right there. What
1: about
0: it OJ? yeah so what oh. i'd have been like yeah my name's oj is that your real hair that's flipped like the fucking lady from mars attacks y'all remember that lady for it wasn't really a lady it was an alien with a lady suit on pretty much with that flipped ass hair from mars attacks that was a great movie by the way great uh ant how we looking
2: yeah good if we're selling our horse's ass <laughs> uh,
0: Michael Wincott's amazing man I've, I wish like especially after watching his role in this movie I wish Michael Wincott was like one of my neighbors I'm not the most neighborly person like I'm the type of person <coughs> excuse me y'all I think I've said this before I, I'm I'm very anti-social man um me and I like if I see my neighbors outside, like fraternizing with one another, I'll wait they until they uh, leave. Then I'm going they're... outside. Unless I absolutely have to get where I'm going. But like if I'm taking the trash out or something, I'll wait until neighbors are nowhere in sight. But uh I would be very neighborly if Michael Wincott lived on my block. Like I, I would want to ask him, like, so what's uh-huh. what's it like being you? I think my sister's gonna be I so said we are animal wranglers with Hollywood, Hollywood horses. And uh, did you know the very first uh, hey, sa- I'm so sorry about
1: that. I'm
0: sorry. Me. Kiki Palmer man. Let me just say this um, about uh, Kiki Palmer My name is First is of okay? all congratulations to kiki palmer and her uh is that her fiance are they married i'm not sure but kiki palmer and her man nonetheless and their their pregnancy i think this is one of the most beautiful things in the world
1: um
0: but kiki palmer i'm sorry man she's i love her in everything she's in everything she's in kiki palmer's personality translates (laughs) on screen in every single role and I think she's just absolutely amazing in everything she's just got so much spunk to like her characters and even in real life like there's a lot of people that hated season 3 of Scream I think they called it Scream Resurrection with R.J. Kyler and um biggie's son is actually in there paris jackson made a cameo tony todd's in there mary j blige tyga everybody's favorite rapper um as as overwhelming as her character is in that scream series she's still great she still does a great job she never half-asses her roles I also love how Daniel Kaluuya was just looking up. Like, I feel like he's just that paranoid that he's just looking up to make sure nothing falls out of the sky and kills him and everybody else in there. Well, I think, I think
2: well I'm ready to do one. Okay. Tell the horse we're ready to do one. Can we get here while we have M- VFX?
0: Uh, no, Nobody listening to him. Step out. off.
1: What's the horse's say? Uh right.
2: Is he? Yeah, M. Uh, OJ, let's step up. Hey, hey,
0: hey. They're hey, 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 not paying that attention that to that nothing, that my man, saying. Hey, 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 <laughs> Mm. mm mm People need to leave these horses alone, man. Horses are big ass dogs. That's basically what they are, to me. And They'll fucking kill your ass. Look, maybe it's just too soon, huh? It's not the gig, not
2: ready yet. Right? No, I know. Your dad left an enormous
0: hole, I know that, but don't worry, you'll be honest. Alright, I'm sorry. And sorry, sorry. Motherfucker, sound like John Jarrett don't from Wolf not. Creek. Come on, Head on a stick. i am I driving?
1: I'ma go up with you. I need to get some shit. My little girl said, you know, I could crash at her place, so I'll be going in the morning.
0: So I'm going to drive you back tomorrow?
1: I can find a ride. But I mean, like, can I get fun OJ out this bitch? Because this whack ass OJ is really making me feel like I'm not loved. Is that how you and your little sister feel?
0: just a whole side of the road covered in wacky flailing inflatable arm guys or whatever the hell they called them on um family guy now let me say this before i forget um when i said that i it took me a couple times to understand um what jordan peele meant when he said that a lot of this was inspired by jaws jaws is not just a movie about a shark killing people it's it's really a character study and a lot of people forget when they think of the movie jaws that that's automatically what they think of a killer shark but you don't see a lot of jaws in that movie it's more so about the characters it's more about um i I can't remember the name of the town but it's about this you know the small town fishing town whatever you want to call it not fishing t- y'all get what I'm saying? The, the fucking place that they're from. I almost said Amityville, but you spend a lot of time with those characters. You spend a lot of time getting dialogue, setting up story, setting up character arcs. You you get uh, you know that that monologue, that classic monologue. It's not just about the spectacle of the shark, and you get that here as well. So I can see his inspiration. You want to spend time and get to know these characters, and you know figure out which ones you want to attach yourself to. So, every time the alien does show up, it's, it's, it's like you're getting a treat. And then when he goes away, you know, you do think, well, when when's it coming back? I want to see shit hit the fan. But you remember how invested you are in the story and the characters that it doesn't really distract you. The fact that the alien's not, not around so much. So, I like, you know, the pacing. This is a really long movie, but I understand his pacing choices in this film.
1: You sold Tena horses? i get them back. Can you stay out
0: here? Why? I think he also said Close Encounters of the Third Kind was inspiration for this movie, but I don't. I, I I'm gonna be honest with y'all, man. I don't remember anything from that movie. I remember seeing it back in the day when I was a kid. Uh, I think it was on TV. Yeah, it was on like regular regular cable. And um, I don't know what the fuck regular cable is. It was on regular TV. But I don't really remember much from it. It's probably something I should go back and watch. But there's a moment in this, there's a sequence in this movie where the score really picks up and it, it sounds like something out of a Steven Spielberg movie.
1: no, apology. Necessary. This is in reference to Uh,
2: who's your uh my best
0: That awkward moment to when to the cap for your you water see bottle see rolls all the way across the, the like, room. Uh, it's I'm that myself. bullshit, man? That's good. Uh,
1: hey, hold on. You? you literally the here? Nah, okay. Yeah, I was uh I was a I you my you a quick. Hey, you
0: It's times like this where. Times like that. I already got the cap off the floor. Times like that where, you know, being Mr. Fantastic would really pay off in my life, man. Speaking of which, have y'all heard the casting? This is completely sidebar Marvel news, but have y'all heard, um, there's been like multiple casting rumors for, for Reed Richards, you know, Mr. Fantastic in the new MCU film, and there's also rumors that they're going to be introduced in at the end of Ant-Man uh, in the Wasp Quantumania which looks amazing, but I'm pissed if they don't get John Krasinski to come back as fucking Reed Richards. Spoiler alert, man, because him showing up after all the rumors, after all of the, the, the fan art, him showing up in Doctor Strange 2 is the reason I almost dislocated my shoulder watching that movie
2: because
0: I cheered so hard, man.
1: So Gordy's home is the short-lived but able to come. I started in 96 after King Sheriff Rule. Yeah, my pops told me about the shoulder. The monkey went crazy or some shit. You know. They usually charge
0: a fee for this. Oh damn. <laughs> da, da, da. Mm. I love rooms like that. Just blended in the wall, little secret passageway rooms. That's a goal for me. That's the first
1: exploding
0: I don't want a what? mansion. Really? You know, so when I get say, super uh, fully established, as far as, like, dream-wise, I don't want a mansion, per se, but I want a house big uh, enough to reviews, where I can have a room like this. Reviews,
1: just really took What's
0: going to be behind that room? I don't know. Maybe a home theater. Then, uh, a little small studio to record birthday, in. We are shooting an
1: episode, season two, entitled uh, Gordy's Birthday, and, um, boom. One of the chimps plays court. He just hit his limit, and it was six minutes and 13 seconds of havoc. Network tried to bury it, but it was a spectacle. People are just obsessed. You
0: kidding? <laughs> Which is a bit of a theme for this movie. People obsessed with spectacle. 'Cause there's you know at some someplace. point everybody's out there waiting to see the alien and shit does not go well for him. It's
1: crazy. Oh. So what happened really? You
0: haven't seen the bad boardy sketch on this now? I mean I pretty much nailed it better than I could. Stephen Yoon, uh I I didn't mention this and I have to. Uh I wasn't introduced yeah. to him until I started watching The Walking Dead that's and that's he's a seasoned actor as well man he is no slouch, slouch by any means but of course the star of the sketch is Chris
2: god Catan and, and he is
0: Chris Catan that's uh, that's my man from uh, House on Haunted Hill
1: everyone's trying to celebrate
0: Pritchett to from House on Haunted Hill but
1: every time Gordy hears something about the jungle Gordon Catan Goes off. And it's. It's Katan. He's just crushing it. He is a force of nature. He is killing on that stage. Yeah. It's legendary. Legendary shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go ahead and look that
0: one up on YouTube. People, I'm not gonna hold y'all. They keep posting shit to um promote this fast ten trailer that's coming out Friday. Let me explain something to y'all. When I drop my trailer reaction for Fast Ten, I I need y'all, I need y'all with me in spirit, man. I need y'all with me in, in, in every way possible. Cause I'm I'm ready, so, uh, but I'm the- not. You? Yeah. The office by
2: the range.
1: Oh, really? <laughs>
0: how much wow I love their sibling dynamic they seem like it seems genuine. Now you speak in my language. That's all you
1: had to say then. you had to say. Let me
0: know. I feel like if I lived out there, I would definitely smoke freely. This town, it one, another. I don't know if this was an inspiration for him, but this reminds me of Tremors as far as just the way that this town looks the way that like basically everybody in town kind of knows each other for the most part um that's how it was in perfection uh, perfection nevada you know the, the the place that tremors took place in man oh shit remember jean jacket yeah good horse <sighs> it's supposed to be my
1: first horse action i just talking to my therapist about this not too long ago therapist yes I fuck one on occasion, sometimes. Hmm. But I was telling her that for my ninth birthday, I was supposed to get the train jean jacket, but then pops got some western, and jean jacket with not mine no more. Classic old saying. I distinctly remember standing right here at this window watching y'all train my horse, my horse. Pops never
0: looked up at me now I, I obviously I think that they you know and I got I stammered over my words a little bit because they, I love that shot <laughs> that looked like a younger version of Daniel Kaluuya and I don't know if they like digitally like composed his face onto another actor but that genuinely looked like a young version of Daniel Kaluuya in that quick flashback shot right there and I love that we didn't get a clear glimpse of his face because the dust from you know the wind and the horse walking around him was in his face I love that shot so good well, that man was hard headed and it set up the whole, you know, the whole hand motion that they that they grew up with that still applies to them in this film, that, you know, two fingers pointing towards the eyes like I am looking at you, you looking at me type of thing. You mad, man, Pops. Pops did something when he made
2: this place. He changed the industry.
1: That's real. I can't just let that go.
0: I know that's right. Why
1: is Ghost, in
0: the arena? Ghost. I forgot that they got you know title cards for different parts of this film. Another thing I love about this movie, I love the cinematography when it's nighttime. It looks so beautiful and so do I say realistic? I'm not going to say other movies don't look realistic at night time, but it's something so different about the way this looks. Yeah. Now, I don't know if they filmed like day for night, green screen type of thing. I I'm not, I'm not sure. I would have to go back and watch like the um the making of it, but it looks it looks so good, man. It looks great cuz it feels like nighttime. It looks like it. It it looks like you know it's it's hard to see certain shit out there Damn. 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 the echo when you yelled you know from a certain distance i like this movie is the scope of it it feels bigger you know jordan pill i think he went on to say this was like a big block his his blockbuster film and it feels like it. It feels like he had more money, but it was money well spent. You know, it wasn't a big, super crazy CG extravaganza where he just wanted to go crazy with his money. Um, and, the, and the studio's money, but there's, there's so much love and care put into this. I'm not going to lie, y'all. If I tend to get a little quiet during some sequences, it's because there are are things, as I said before, there's a lot of things that went over my head that maybe I'll see this time around. It's one of those movies that, you know, you're watching and you see something new every time. you saw exactly what you thought you saw and that is definitely a look black folks have man cuz we be if we see shit like that we will think for a second we'll take us quick second to think about it like did i just fucking see what i hold on cuz personally i'm not coming to fuck back out the house if i see that shit Because it ain't nothing else, it could be. It's not a plane. You know, it's, it's, it's none of that. It, it was a flying saucer. Unless I'm just, you know, like, y'all remember in Scary Movie 3 where <laughs> Leslie Nielsen was just oblivious to everything. He's like, oh, here comes the government with those new round planes. And then all those fucking UFOs just start flying in. Leslie Nielsen. didn't. Les- is Leslie Nielsen gone? I want to say Leslie Nielsen passed away. I feel like I should know this. It's all a matter of if he did. When did he? said
2: it was I
0: think I'm. I must be thinking that Steve Martin is still alive. Both of the comedic actors with silver hair. That's I know it's gray. I always said it was silver.
1: did
0: you see? Yeah, man, he passed away in two thousand ten. Jesus. Class act, man. R.I.P. Shout out. He's actually got a birthday coming up, man. Look at look at how everything come full circle on the Tudor Reviews podcast, people. Leslie okay. Nielsen's birthday is on February 11th. You, we, don't need a lot. we just need enough to
1: make our shit look different from what's out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know I ain't trying to run it up. I just was looking online, and I seen a lot of shit.
2: You know I'm broke, right?
1: We'll you little money. <laughs> Shut up. Look. All right. There it is. Five to 100K. Oh, read really? it. read really. it, dyslexic ass. The point is, a website like Cyber Dominion will pay five to 100K for photographic evidence of UFOs and shit. 100K. And that's just what I saw the first go. Now that I'm thinking about it, oh, cyber cyber. I this shit right here is a moment. I don't know. You set it up, list it the right way, Man, I'm talking to Richard Davis for a life. How you doing? You look pretty. It's like she got a big out. Huh. How? How we put it out? mm Well, that's what I'm saying. We don't just go put quick cash in, okay? We, we go to an incredible platform to do the
0: story. What's that, like Oprah?
1: Yeah, like Oprah, for example. After that, everybody going
0: in. I'm saying there's plenty of videos flying shit you know, online. I saw one the other day that was on Oprah.
1: Nigga, I didn't say Oprah. You said Oprah. You love Oprah. Like, all I'm saying is all that shit online is fake. Low quality. Ain't nobody gonna get what we gonna get. What
2: we gonna get?
1: The shot. What shot? The shot. The money shot. Undeniable, singular than the Oprah shot. The Oprah shot. Excuse me. All right, can help you over here? Dave
0: Franco 2.0.
1: Should you have a car? <clears throat> no, thank you. Right, would you like? like the no, case? thank you. Would you like one of our tech support personnel to help you with the installation? No. Thank you. Appreciate
0: you. All right, uh, no help with
1: the install. Shoot yourself. Is it a hard
0: install? For me, no. You're not going to be able
1: to do it. Damn. What happened? Did you guys get robbed? There's no faith in me yeah, at all. You know, a lot of blackouts. Take the care. All these new cameras, they have backup battery power, so you should be fine. But the yeah, it just affect the power of the battery shit, too, like cell phones. Yeah. Okay, all right, cell phones, they don't just drop in power, right? I mean, maybe your Wi-Fi drops out whenever your system dips, so that's technology. <laughs> okay, or maybe you're in a UFO hotspot. <laughs> yeah. no one believes in that.
0: I gotta say, man, there's a, like I understand her reaction completely, well, her response to when he's like, "Do you have a card that you would like to sign up for one with And that, like, I hate when people, like, tell you all a little story. Not even a story, but just a fun fact. When I'm in Walmart, I try to avoid those motherfuckers that's selling cable, trying to sign you up with cell phones, trying to sign you up with this and that. Do y'all ever notice how when y'all try to avoid them, they walk in y'all way? Does that ever happen to y'all, or is it just me? I made sure my headphones were visible one time I was in Walmart, and I sidestepped. And the motherfuckers, like, damn near stood in my way. Hey, can I interest you in... And I'm like, nah. I'm like, sorry, I don't want any Girl Scout cookies. Like, meanwhile, the motherfuckers are selling, like,
1: insurance or something booked the pilot on the CW. <laughs> yeah, fucking left
0: me. Yeah, fucking CW. So, the thing about this game is, we'll go. Uh, yeah. Boom. Go for it? Four. Okay. The landscape is so crazy man like i i've really as long as i can still get into town like in a reasonable fashion and you know do my shopping and get everything i got to do as long as um you know i know a lot of people aren't really keen on calling the cops nowadays especially black folks but i i feel like as long as my means are within distance within reason i could live out there man like remember i got family that's like from you know down south and country-wise and stuff like that
2: um i would
0: much rather prefer this than the city you know it's not as congested it's it's just room to breathe man it's room to just to stretch and enjoy scenery and not be pestered by the bullshit that city life oh, gives you man it's just something eyes. about like the countryside and There's not necessarily I desert areas even know, though like this is probably. like a desert area but i don't know man i just I, I feel like i would prefer that so much more like i'm a big cabin in the woods type of guy ironically enough because i'm a big horror fan but i wouldn't mind having one
1: just i like Planetary
0: isolation is solitude awesome. is is really major for, for me time
1: to beam us up and shove metal probes up our asses
0: Who's the first person that thought aliens just only shoved probes up people's asses? Because they did not do that to DB Sweeney in Fire in the Sky. They did shove something into his mouth, though. Pause. They did. They put that clamp on his eye. How many of y'all have seen, you know, since we're on the topic of alien stuff? has it, How many of y'all have seen Fire in the Sky? I feel like that is the scariest and most underrated alien film ever. Can't really call it a takeover film, it's an alien abduction film. This I guess you can you know, consider it uh, alien attack. Well,
1: Where you get it from? Don't worry about it. come on,
0: help me out. That's gotcha. so another good question, man. That would make another great topic for the podcast or something just for people to talk about. What are y'all favorite alien movies? Is Nope in in the category? I definitely know Fire in the Skies is one of my favorites. Invasion of the Body Snatchers that that remake with Donald Sutherland and Jeff Goldblum is definitely in there too nope is definitely in my um you know my top five I, I like like alien takeover movies i'm not super crazy about them though i think i will put the faculty in my top five for sure for horse oh,
2: God. did
0: you say something
1: you know we got some of those
2: where'd you get I'm
0: not really sure. My wife would know. Why don't we just get closer so we can stop, stop yelling? yelling? That would have been <laughs> that would have been me because I'm not blowing out my larynx trying to have a conversation. Hey,
2: I wanted to invite you to our new family live show. Friday at five
0: PM. Okay. You sound like Craig Mom from Friday. Okay.
1: So, the router's in the shed. I set it up so if the power... It's so
0: another down, small okay. town thing. I Like, you listen, I just said I wouldn't blow out my larynx <laughs> yelling at somebody, but imagine living, <laughs> you know, down the road <laughs> from somebody. It's like, hey, did you recover from last night's party? I mean, you're really not going to tell
1: me what going
0: on? You're not down. Oh. Cool. Little do they know, they have just formed an alliance, I the come come three of, the of them charge hell no, no. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> one more
1: thing you'll be getting a call from the supervisor asking
0: how many service Five stars Angel five stars thank you yeah gonna get your ass up out here Why would she even ask him? Like, oh, whatever you want to do. And he's like, I got some work. And then she just she just walked the fuck off. I love it, man. Another thing about these small town movies, uh, like this one and Tremors, for example, they make trailers look decked out. They make trailers look cool. Because in a lot of movies, you know, especially back in the day, they always depicted trailers and trailer parks like they were these trashy type of thing. Let me tell y'all something, man. I've seen people, you know, they do like, not documentaries, but these videos of the ins and outs of their trailers and how they hook them up. They look better than, a, than some people's actual fucking houses, man. Like, I remember I had went camping the only time I went camping, but when I went, there were these trailers people were renting out, and the interiors of these things were crazy, and I'm like, fuck pitching a tent. You know, I had to pitch the tent, my goddamn self out there, um, you know, I didn't have no help out there when I pitched the tent. The girl I was with, she was just like, yeah, well, you can do it, I'm gonna go do some food shopping, of course you will. One of the hardest fucking things I ever had to do in my life was pitching a tent, but, you know, a tent and an air mattress and you got to spray off so the bugs are you know stay away from your tent i should have just you know rented out one of those trailers look super cozy inside they had trailers and cabins that's another thing i gotta plan man i gotta plan another camping trip camping with friends is like it's it was one of the most fun experiences i've ever had i'm not even gonna hold y'all Oh, this scene I, I I remember seeing this for the first time. I laughed my ass off. Cause I didn't see this at first. That person walking towards him, I didn't see it. <laughs> first of all, I'm not pulling out a phone. I'm pulling out whatever weapon is on me. I'm not gonna, I, I really did think the aliens were upon us this early on in the movie and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> 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 because that is the realest, most blackest response you can give to seeing some shit like that. He's like, nope, fuck out of here. I'm not going to record it, though. I'm not doing that. now when you see this in the trailer I, this part right here a little clip of it I was trying to do like a frame-by-frame frame to figure out what the aliens look like I didn't know that there was going to be a catch to this scene <laughs> real shit
2: <laughs>
0: but listen I don't condone him hitting on them kids, but it's like, don't scare me like that. What the fuck are you doing, hanging upside down, in an alien costume? They trying to
1: prank
0: It's on. You stole that horse. Cause fuck out of here. I would have socked one of them little kids too. Y'all think y'all going? This is this is a PSA to, to these you know these prankster practical joker ass motherfuckers out there y'all gotta be careful doing that shit with black folks y'all really do man and don't do it during black history month I mean don't do it at all cause we respond a little differently it's only but so much bullshit we gonna, we gonna deal with
2: hey. oh, shit.
0: Oh. Up, that girl's making me want some Cheetos right now are those hot Cheetos? yeah I think they are That was another thing that got me the first time I saw this, when that praying mantis jumped on that camera like that and was on that screen, because it kind of does look like an alien. It looks like an actual alien. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Who is? I know. Wait, I thought I told you not to watch that shit. I know. I
1: know. Camera B is down. What? Camera B
0: is down. Everybody eating snacks all of a sudden. wonder what a horse's union actors in this movie horses like i ain't going up there animals be the smart ones man like when humans can't have this the, the smartest moments the animals know they be letting you know evil lurks people. Now, I don't know if people thought we were getting like both a disaster movie and an alien movie, but that did look like Twister. Hey! Well, can you
2: please get the
1: bug off the thing?
0: no,
2: yeah, no, no, no.
0: <laughs> Shit, you listen, you wouldn't have had to tell me nothing. ain't running i mean i'm I'm glad that he's running don't get me wrong people but he ain't running fast enough for me i'm telling you i am straight up robert patrick t1000 terminator 2 hauling ass from a fucking alien that's in the sky all right now the way that horse is galloping yep i'd have ran past the horse like yo nigga you better keep up shit Now, I know, I look, I talk a lot of shit. I'm always making this joke where I'm like, when the aliens do come, I'm going to tell them to take me to wherever it is going, because I feel like if aliens, especially in Philly, but in general, if aliens do come, like, shit, they're probably already here, but if aliens decide to come to Earth, they're going to take their asses right back home. They're going to be like, oh, these motherfuckers are wilding down here. They're cutting up. We can't be a part of this shit we got something different going on but we can't be a part of what these humans is doing but while i do say you know i always make that joke yeah i'm gonna tell them take me take me back with them no i'm gonna freak out depending on what the aliens look like like if they're anything like the faculty aliens the faculty aliens were they were um what were they little little worms and shit little worms that could replicate and they had teeth and they had little mandibles that big-ass mary beth monster if they look anything like that i, I would be petrified if they look like the fire and sky aliens the fire and sky aliens look like they look like they kind of tried to make your classic big-headed aliens with strange eyes but they look like they were hybrids of old people i'm sorry that's that's what they look like Now, if it's something like the thing, John Carpenter's the thing, yeah, you can count me out. You can count me out. Cause at that point I'm not trusting not a nan none of you motherfuckers. Fuck around and shake somebody's hand and that shit. Like, y'all do y'all remember that in the thing? What was it, the prequel? From twenty eleven? Where they were carrying that guy to the rec room and his fucking arm came off and turned into, like, the, the part where his arm came off turned into, like, s- like, spider claws or some shit and dug into that dude's face? My goodness, man. mm If it's invasion of the body snatcher aliens, like pod people, I would actually want to have a conversation with them. Because Leonard Nimoy made them sound like they weren't so bad. He's like, you'll never have to worry about anything. You go to sleep you wake up same memory whatever the fuck he was saying he made it he turned into spock in that moment fixated it's the theme of the film at least I think so how we become fixated on things like this you know I guarantee in Philly if everybody knew that an alien was going to show up at some point in time or some crazy thing was going to happen at some point in time it's like when that eclipse was about to happen everybody was gearing up for it motherfuckers was getting certain types of sunglasses to wear to watch it it's it's just a very weird thing when we become fixated on on shit like this and sometimes we get a little more than we bargained for and we see that later on in the movie where everybody's gearing up and sitting down ready to see this this alien and things happen and it's actually one of the more disturbing moments of the movie. Probably the most disturbing moment in in the whole movie for me. Cause there's no way. Like I'm I I'm not that fixated where I would be out there with them, ready to watch it. Now if somebody's streaming it on Instagram Live or some shit like that, I would definitely watch. It. Oh, hi,
1: is this uh Amber's Says. Hey, yeah, I'm Emerald Haywood. Uh, we met a couple days ago at the commercial. Oh, yeah, horse girl, sure. <laughs> I remember you and your brother. Yeah, horse boy. He's here, too.
2: The descendants of the jockey? Yeah. Guess I'm talking to Motion Picture
1: Royalty, then. How'd you get the number? I got it from the call sheet. Uh, so, what? We have a project, and uh, you know, what if I told you it was the offer of a lifetime?
2: Yeah, hopefully not my lifetime. <laughs>
1: it's a good one. Um, I'm gonna be real with you. We don't have a lot of money to pay you up front, you know, not like you used to, but uh
2: yeah, I intended one for them, so I can do one for me, so what is it? <coughs> reality. Oh,
0: no, reality. Not too many. Y'all know the irony of me watching a movie called Nope is the fact that I just text my girl, I'm like, are right, did you get me some jerk salmon mac and cheese? And I say it as a joke, but I really do want to try it. And she texts me back, nope. She didn't get it. She didn't get it. So he's He's Oh, hold on a second. What? He's not here for that.
1: Look, look, look this Cinematic. is what I I don't want to knock a horse dick out your damn hand hello yeah. <laughs> yeah my bad we good man um mm. according to American Cinema Magazine you make the cinematically
0: impossible possible well we're looking for the that an octopus fight in a look like an octopus fight in a crab on his screen that's
1: impossible there's something out here in aquedosa And you're probably the only person in the world that could get it on film. That's it.
2: Horse girl, this dream you're chasing, the one where you end up at the top of the mountain, all eyes on you, it's the dream you never wake up from.
0: I feel like if anything, Michael Wincott should have. If not a fucking radio show, he definitely like on the actual radio, he definitely needs his own podcast. Either way, it's something where you have to hear Michael Wincott's voice. You believe everything he says. Everything he says. In every movie. Like, I know a lot of people hate Alien Resurrection. For the people that love it, if y'all feel like it, y'all can check my commentary out for that. But that in the in the director's cut or the extended edition, special edition, whatever it is with the with the extended scenes that dialogue between him and dan Hidea when when michael wincott and the crew get to the betty that's one of the best scenes in the movie and it doesn't have anything to do with sigourney weaver it doesn't have anything to do with the xenomorphs it doesn't have anything to do with the Facehuggers. there's no spectacle as far as the aliens go it's just these two guys talking about the cargo about the crew uh, just just talking shit over a drink and Michael Wincott makes that scene what it is, man. Even the moments that when he's in the Crow, I know he's been in other movies. He was also in Metro, which is an underrated Eddie Murphy movie. He was the villain in that movie. But the scenes where he's in the in, in the scenes in the crow where he's just saying things. He's he's great, man. He's just got that like I said, I use the word sinister, he's just got that sinister thing about him that just reels you in.
1: since I sent the cameras up. Well, now you mention
2: it. I'll probably be looking at the same damn cloud every day for the last six months. Shit.
1: So, I mean, that's them in there. And we've been recording, so we got it, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Why are you saying, yeah, like that? I mean, we have proof of aliens on video. Yeah, I wouldn't call it proof. Are you serious? Look, I've seen crazy weather phenomenons online before, that's all I'm saying. He's right. It's good, but it ain't Oprah.
0: (laughs) It ain't Oprah. Look at the way OJ is looking at that fucking cloud, man. He is becoming obsessed.
2: Are you guys telling me that there's an alien spaceship? That fucking cloud right there. It doesn't move like a ship. It's
0: not a ship. Mm-hmm. Plot twist, bitches. And I loved that reveal about the movie. Absolutely loved it. Because when I saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, it's a ship. And then when you watch the movie play out, it's like, oh, it's not a ship. It's the alien itself. I fucking love that about the movie. Because it it explains the behavior of what people think is the ship it explains the behavior it behaves like an like an alien slash like animal of some kind which better and further explains the the coins dropping out of the sky and the keys and everything that's basically just you know not extracted but excrement is what they call it i can't pronounce that goddamn word people but y'all get what i'm saying everything that it couldn't really digest and that's something that i had to put together in the trailer um there was a scene in the trailer that i watched it was either trailer tv spot where it looks like the what we think is the ufo just showering blood over their house and it's basically just it's just letting go of everything it doesn't want and then Dunstan killed every motherfucker. And I mean, he didn't kill everybody, but that monkey, listen, y'all better leave these monkeys alone, man. And I'm so serious about that. Like, do y'all remember that story about that lady, uh, I don't know if she was taking a was she taking a picture with it or whatever it was, but she gets her she got her face torn off by a fucking monkey. These things are you don't train and domesticate monkeys. They do what the fuck they want to do. They do what they choose to do. I don't think they always want to do. They don't always do what you tell them. Unless you're Dunston, whoever that monkey was that played Dunston—I don't know if it was one or two of them—I feel like that's the coolest monkey in existence, other than Michael Jackson's monkey Bubbles. It's another topic. I mean, not a topic, but it makes me wonder: like, what are the some of the coolest monkeys on screen? Like, do y'all remember that movie with Thor, Birch, Monkey Trouble? I definitely thought that the aliens were going to look like primates. I said that in a, you know, I did like a three minute TikTok video back when the, the trailer dropped before the movie came out. And I was like, you know, I was so certain and so fucking wrong. I love to be proven wrong, though. When it comes to movies, I'm excited about. But um, I remember saying, "There's a good chance these these aliens may look like primates." No, 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 Gordy is covered in blood. You talking about some you sick? Gordy would have got socked in the fucking jaw. Like, I know it's a monkey, but I'm gonna hit that off switch on on the side of his chin. You hit that sauce about you. Gordy gonna go to sleep. When uh, when in actuality you gotta shoot that motherfucker because he mur he murdered people. What's going on with the shoe, man? The shoe is just standing straight up. I don't know what that. That's like something that only Jordan Peele can explain. Or that's like something that they would put in the TV show Atlanta. Something that's going to leave people talking about it after the fact. Why is Gordy tapping her foot? She's dead. He's like, fuck this birthday shit. You lock eyes with Gordy and... you either going to shit yourself and stay there or you're going to run. I'm telling you, I'm not i'm not getting taken out by no monkey it's not happening you ain't caesar motherfucker and, and listen if you ain't caesar or none of his crew where you can fire guns and get on horses and create a planet or a kingdom because i think they do got kingdom of the planet of the apes about to come out i'm curious to see what they do with that but um if you ain't one of them evolved ones from the matt reeves trilogy now you trying to hear it He's like, fist bump? We cool, bro. That was a shot in the trailer, too, where I thought it was the alien doing a fist bump. I thought it was going to be like the ET moment, and his finger was going to light up or something. Yeah, there you go. You're going to have to. you. Gonna, I'm sorry. You're going to have to put that motherfucker out of his misery. It's a murderous monkey who just made primetime news. Steven Yeun is he's 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 you know staring and spacing out like that because he's thinking about Maggie it's a shared universe moment right here that's who Jordan Peele should put in one of his movies as like a a character um is Lauren Cohen who played Maggie in Walking Dead I think she's a great actress too I just okay. bought this shirt
2: <clears throat>
0: I can hear my dog outside my door he literally just laid down outside my door that's that's what he does he sits and waits and I'm debating whether I want to get up and let him in for the remainder of this commentary what
2: if I told
0: you? but then it's like if somebody knocks at the door he'll start barking then I have to let him out So I don't like it's like decisions, decisions, people.
1: Ew! So storm's coming. Just scarfing up. Just be safe.
0: flyer or not i'm not reaching into no horse shit he didn't reach into the horse shit but the flyer was like sticking out of it i'll just i'd rather not oh my god you all ready to die it's really what she should have fucking yelled on that microphone
1: Quite a doozy today. Oh, I want to thank you guys for coming out here.
2: But first, how about another round of applause for my Amber?
0: <laughs> Look at my man's suit, yo. Like. And
1: to the knuckleheads up there, staff, shout out. All right. All right. That's enough. <laughs> I also want to give a special thanks to an old co-star of mine and my first crush, Mary Jo Elliott,
0: everyone. Yeah. A.K.A. fucking Freddy Krueger underneath that veil because her face is mangled. I didn't understand. Like when they showed her face in the trailer, I didn't understand what the hell was going on. I was like, is she an alien? Like it looked like one of those moments when Robert Patrick is in the rain in the faculty and his face is like half skeletal at some point. That's what I thought was going on. i don't know why i just got a fucking super bowl quiz message in my gmail i listen i'm i'm not the biggest football guy i am rooting like the the Bengals is, is my team and we got we got a rotten deal this year and last year so i don't give a fuck about football anymore but i am hoping that For the city's sake, the Eagles beat, uh, who are they playing? The Kansas City Chiefs Sunday, I think. So I'm rooting for them, of course. But, you know, my hype for the Super Bowl is for the movie trailers that I'm going to see that day or that night. That's my hype for it if the city gets a chance to celebrate again i love that i love that for my city man is anything to take the focus off of all the bad crazy shit that goes on is amazing but give me those movie trailers i think we're getting a trailer for the flash i think we're getting a trailer for another trailer for scream i think we're getting another one for ant-man it's gonna be a good time people for movies this year i love it it's another reason i don't want to go to a super bowl party because when the trailers drop i want to make sure that i'm home so that i can get these trailer reactions out to y'all and even if i don't drop them that night when the when the game comes on i want to be able to have them locked and loaded so i can release them in a timely fashion the following week plus i feel like if i go out for a super bowl party or get together getting home is going to be a bitch whether we win, whether the you know whether the city wins or loses People are going to riot either way.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I kid you not. We are being surveilled by an alien species I call the viewers. And the viewers. They have to emerge from their ship. I believe they trust me. If they didn't, I don't think any of us would be here right now.
0: <laughs> As I said, <laughs> just under an
1: hour, Star Lasso Experience
0: is gonna change you. But first, my boys are gonna come out and do a little number for us. Would that be alright? These motherfuckers have, come have come no idea. All right, my no mess. fucking clue. Remember those names, folks. Alright, here we go. And then we see this, you know, we see this damn flag string. It's coming out of the, it's sticking out of the alien's ass, apparently. Or maybe it's just like, you know how when you eat something and you get it caught in your teeth? Is that what that little flag rope is? Look at that shit, man. Whew. Ain't no uh, way. Uh,
2: stay in your seats.
1: This is new. Uh, they're early.
0: Mm,
1: mm, mm. a real show that they are
0: they're giving us a real show today they're ready we're ready <laughs> they thought it was going to be some dramatic reveal no that fucking alien is like what's up y'all ready for what's about to happen because i'm hungry not hungry but hungry h-o
2: Now sit back, stay in your seats, and enjoy the Star Lasso Expoot.
0: Yep. Yep, it's about to go down. Oh. yeah this part fucked me up man i'm not even gonna hold y'all it's not so much this part right here is what we see after because they were this shit they were bound to get fucked up but this shit right here i i watched this i was like oh no because I knew what was going on and I'm claustrophobic shit mm, 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 mm. oh my god Fuck. Yo, that, hands down, is one of it's it's the most uncomfortable shot of the movie. Like I said, I'm I'm claustrophobic. And the fact that when I saw what was going on, when I saw those people being like hoisted upward, sucked upward, I was like, oh fuck. These people are being digested. They're being eaten. And it fucked me up. I'm telling y'all, that's some. I I never expected to see a shot like that while I knew this movie was going to be very unpredictable and Jordan Peele was going to get weird and he was going to get crazy and put his own spin on it and put his stamp on it I never would have guessed we would have saw a scene like that I've never seen anything like that that's uh if there's anything in this movie that's nightmare fuel for me it's that moment right there And it's one of the reasons we get it is the reason why we get that scene where all that shit's pouring out on, on onto the house at some point. Because the alien I forgot what they called the alien at some point. Um, that motherfucker just had a full course meal. Meanwhile, Lucky is like, "Get me the fuck out of here, man! You have no idea the things I've seen." Lucky. He just quietly, uh, yep. There we go. He's just quietly calling Lucky, like he gonna answer back, like, "Yo, what's up?" That thing is just circling, yo. Popped up like, what's good? You looking for me? OJ got fucked up real quick. Again, goes back to the whole Jaws thing, where you don't see the alien a lot, and when you do, Peel is going to make it count. But then when he's gone, we're going to get back to focusing on these characters and the story, everything that's built around this alien. Um, he, could, I feel like I, I got so much respect for Jordan Peel, man, because he could have just as easily made a movie where the alien was just, where it was exploitative for the most part could have been shown in every single scene like look at for example if i'm gonna make an example of an alien movie look at the first alien you don't see a lot of the xenomorph until maybe the end of the movie um whereas in the rest of the movies as they went further and further down the line with with the sequels you see the xenomorphs in, like all the time you, see, you might see them early on or if you don't see them early on you see a lot of them when they do pop when they start to pop up it's like a lot of movies man like not just alien movies but like look at the first Halloween like Michael Myers is he's in it but you spend a lot of time with the characters whereas though something like I don't know as much as I love Halloween Kills we get a lot of Michael Myers in that movie um it's, it, whether it's a monster slasher that tends to happen and for better or worse some, like I don't know man I feel like sometimes filmmakers as movies go on they may lose sight of what made you creeped out by the evil entity in the first place what made it effective You know, you see Jaws pop the fuck up and and eat that kid that's, you know, in the middle of the water and all that blood squirt out of the water. It's like, oh, shit, I forgot. I almost forgot we were watching a shark movie. Another thing I can make a mention of... Uh, in the same cases, uh, and it's funny enough because Jordan Peele had his hand in that movie, is Candyman. There was a lot of people that didn't like Candyman because they just expected, for some reason, a straight-up slasher. That's not what it was. You don't see a lot of Candyman in the first movie. What the, fuck? What the, fuck? Who the hell is that? You can literally hear these motherfuckers screaming. Who the hell is that? Who the hell is that? that reminds me of the scene in Return to Living Dead where the two paramedics hear the zombies screaming in the distance. He's like, Christ Jesus. Sounds like people screaming. mm, mm, mm. mm. Oh. Oh
2: God. Something very bad is happening.
0: Yep. So let me get rid of all of this shit that's on y'all that I don't need. back to the beginning of the movie where the keys and the coins are getting stuck in everything. Now, who's want to clean all that shit up? Fucking alien is just above their house, like, oh, I'll, I'll be done in a second, y'all. Just a little blood, I gotta get out. Of. That's all. Come on, OJ, you know, you know what's going on. still not getting out the car fuck that hell with that nonsense i'm not even opening the door i'm gonna just get comfortable probably try not to fall asleep and that's gonna be that not getting out that car Yep, right back in there. (laughs) Daniel, listen, man. If there's one thing I want Jordan Peele to do until the day he stops making movies, which I hope is not anytime soon, I want Jordan Peele to keep casting Daniel Kaluuya. I'm not going to lie. That shit caught me off guard. I forgot that that falls through the windshield. I I want Jordan Peele to keep casting Daniel Kaluuya in his movies. If he puts him in one movie and then skips him in one and then puts him in the next one and skips him in one, that's cool. I like it. He had him in the first one. He wasn't in Us. Then he had him in Nope. If he's not in the next one, sure. Actually, what is his next one? I don't know if he's directing, but he is going to be having a hand in... I don't know if it's a sequel. I don't know if it's a straight-up reboot of The People Under the Stairs. I cannot wait for that. I waited. I think in 2019, I I fan-casted Alex Hibbert as Fool kiki palmer oddly enough as um ruby i don't know who i had as the ving rames character from people under stairs i had uh, bill skarsgård as everett mcgill's character tony collette as wendy roby's character i was just fan casting everybody for for people under the stairs and lo and behold we got news like a year or so ago that jordan peele is going to tackle that and i feel like if there's anybody who can touch on what wes craven did in that movie which I also think is Wes Craven's most underrated film ever, I think Jordan Peele can tap back into that. The movie was way ahead of its time. Way more socially relevant than, um, than it's ever been. Let's go. No, can't we just wait right It's me when I get cabin fever. I gotta get out this fucking... side note people one thing i think i have to do is unfollow uh sheridan love on instagram uh and I have nothing against sheridan love I think she's one of the greatest adult performers i've ever seen but you know when i go to my news feed really quick and she just pops up with her tits in the camera it reminds me of how much of a distraction it is now i'm not one i don't i don't really follow uh i don't follow at least not anymore i'm not gonna front and try to act like you know perfect peter and shit i don't follow uh the ass shaking instagram models anymore the chicks i do follow are more than likely retired porn stars that i'm familiar with hence the name Sheridan in love but she just she be having them knockers all up in the screen. You know how like old heads take pictures with their new phones and they don't really know how to take p- proper pictures they so they're right that. in the fucking camera. That's how her tits are in all her Instagram pictures for the most part. I, I just felt the need to share that with y'all. Don't judge my life. Y'all know I, I'm, I'm very transparent on this. Uh... Let me shut the fuck up. Now, OJ just realized he can't make eye contact with the alien, and that is just still something that I just don't understand about the movie. Like, does the alien have, like, uh you know, low self-esteem appearance issues or some shit where it's like, I don't want nobody to look at me. You know, like how Frank from Hellraiser was when he didn't have his skin. Oh, that's something I've never done. I've never smoked a J and played the Oculus before. I feel like I would fall out the window or bust through a wall or something. My nephew's got the Oculus, and I've never played it, but he let me try it on one, one night, and you you really in that shit. I don't know how, how well I would do. I've watched uh, people do tutorials online with the Oculus, and there was one guy who jumped out of his chair because he was playing a Michael Myers game, and he slowly turned around with the flashlight and Michael Myers was behind him and raised the knife up and he jumped out of his gamer chair. As much as I love horror, I, I, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Even though those Resident Evil games, like those, they look crazy, man. I would just have to prepare myself for it. It's, it's like one of the reasons why I've never seen anything in the theater in 3D. I don't know how I'm going to react to that. I don't know how my how my body and my heart and soul is going to respond to shit just being hauled at me
1: Dumb.
0: It wasn't, though. Oh, in the moment. Stop. It was good. Stop, stop was this good. shit. But the moment about the past, but we don't own shit.
1: <coughs> okay, well, I assume y'all are crashing at mine. <coughs> you can. Because I'm not going back to the fucking monster umbrella. <laughs> the
0: here. monster umbrella.
2: They lucky lucky' out.
0: Shit
1: to do. Always. Always some shit to
0: do. I love her shirt. I can't remember what cartoon that's from off off top, but I like her shirt. Lucky's like, come on, man! Like, please don't bring me out for this bullshit. I'm telling you, man, the animals know. Look at all that dried up blood on their house. It's just, just, just nasty. again um little did they know they formed the whole alliance you know they formed a trio which michael Wintot. michael Wintot. i was about to say a quartet isn't four people a quartet michael wincott is now a part of their trio which makes it a quartet y'all get what the fuck i'm saying but this motley crew you know with the exception of oj and his sister this just this motley crew of people who normally probably wouldn't be hanging out together but they're brought together for, you know, just the the exact same reason. I, I really love when that happens in movies, man. We pissed him off. We're not the reason to settle down here. That was Joe. He got caught up trying to tame a predator. You can't do that. You got to end an agreement with one. Yeah, that's sick and Roy.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Um, asking is someone who was in the house when the shit went down. How exactly do you enter an agreement with a fucking a UFO alien entity or whatever the hell you want to call it?
2: Gene check. Call him gene Jack. So, how about this? How about we send old gene jackets and fresh horses and golden hour and see what happens? Mm-hmm. Horse people. Mm, why not just set them free? We not he's gonna go down there and get the
0: star out of his trailer hmm me Shit, okay, we no. better rock paper scissors or draw straws or something okay, first of all fuck that and no I'm not going draw him out there I'm here I'm you know it would have came that mo- that moment would came where it's like well who's going to be the one to do it <laughs> Not seat. I. No electricity.
1: Didn't I tell you this motherfucker was gonna come up here with a non-electrical camera? <laughs> Let's go, boy!
0: Love that scene.
1: Yeah!
0: I love that scene. True brother, brother sister go shit go right there. I get it. Isn't that? You don't turn your back on the bed
2: You don't wear red around the boys like that. You don't look at it unless you want his attention.
1: Night, Mr. Stallman.
0: Man. Fuck it. I can't talk that. And we ain't got a lot of time. One day, two days' times. Hm?
2: Uh,
0: because <laughs> the words get out. <laughs> and when it does. Sorry, he
1: doesn't be cool. Actually, you know.
0: The bits of comic of relief that, um. Tried Goddamn. I always forget this fine. fucking actor's name. Dumbo. That's the one I wanted
2: anyway we'll let him come going matter
0: cause what we about to do Brandon Perea the bits of comic relief that he delivers I do like man because it's it's not overwhelming it's very subtle he's big he's mad and he's got a lot of spirit They gave old Jean Jacket a personality in this movie. Which you don't really get in a lot of alien movies. You have aliens, I mean, a lot of the times, and I'm not throwing no shade here, a lot of times you have aliens that kind of do the same thing, that have the same behavior. But to have an alien, for one, that you think is a flying saucer, full of aliens, be one single alien, and to give it, like, like personality and a a bit of characteristics to it I think that was a really interesting choice
2: well it came down to earth and it hid in a tree
0: I said Mr. Purple People Leader don't eat me this motherfucker rapping at the table See, I'd have been the one, even if I was a part of the plan, I would have been the one to, I'm not going to say I would have been the one to get us murked off, but they got all them little dots and Monopoly pieces on that map. I'd have been like, okay, so what's the plan again? Because I don't know what any of this shit means. Hence why I probably would have just steered cleared and stayed my ass indoors. I think we have entered our third act, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. The jean jacket title card just popped up. That record player is sexy as shit. Damn, I miss my record player, man. It's, oh my God, I'm telling y'all, when the needle drops and you hear that crackling, it's amazing. Something about grainy sound, something about grainy picture. Grainy picture, man, like, speaking of which, is, is, I love grainy picture so much that I don't, I don't like watching Night of the Living Dead 2 remastered. Like, there's a copy of it on YouTube, or, a, you know, a version of it on YouTube where it looks like the original print. <laughs> Grainy as shit, just rough around the edges, and I love it. It feels so documentary-like. to have a lot to you. I just stretched and I felt like 18,000 vertebrae crack just now. I'm getting old, folks.
2: I got the voices <laughs> of many in my mouth. the heat of a frog and the tail of a gold I'm so much
0: love the non-electrical camera too by the way about this motherfucker this this what is it a cop or a, a vr trooper whatever the fuck this dude is i forgot all about this son of a bitch
1: black on a
0: just completely threw a monkey wrench in their plan for the worst Okay. It's now see, this is exactly why I, I knew I'd be knowing people. This is why I didn't let my dog in my room. He hears those dogs out Y'all back, like an and he goes crazy. I would have had to let his ass out. Camera test for Verizon
1: commercial. So you know, I'm gonna need you to clear the road. This whole valley comes up as blurry on Google Maps. You really tucked away back here. Jupiter's plane.
2: Look if you go the way around. Yeah, actually. What did happen with Jim
0: Park and all those people? It was basically your new type of camera life. is that? So what? They vanished? You
1: don't believe the flood narrative, do
0: you, Rebecca? Flood guys. It's TMZ. Oh, fuck me. Uh hey guys. Oh, TMZ? it's definitely in those clouds. and
1: definitely TMZ man! I what's the matter? Don't you wanna be on TV? Man, I'm trying to tell you. You don't wanna go that way. Yep you're
0: lost, nobody TMZ are such assholes they know you died before you did like they I, now listen I like I used to watch TMZ uh, on Fox or whatever he used to come on at, at like in the evening at some point and I like Harvey and Van Lathan was probably one of my favorite TMZ crew members and I can't remember the black girl's name I liked her a lot um, I, I liked a lot of TMZ people, but those field TMZ, I almost called them field agents, but those field motherfuckers that be out there getting pictures and doing interviews, like some of them are just obnoxious as shit, man. He's like, Yeah, yep, he's alive. I wouldn't have went to save his ass neither. You wanted the inside scoop that bad? You got it, bruh. Looking around for Jean jagged like yeah. I'm not looking at you, bro. I'm not looking. Get on camera? Look at me! Look at me! Look at me! What happened? Listen, listen. We gotta get you out of
1: here.
0: Eyes on me. Look at this Where's fucking arm. JJ.
2: Oh, King. Make a name for yourself. What is that? It's
0: crazy man, but that's how it is. Motherfuckers would like it's like, damn, would you risk your life just to get it's crazy man. where the score starts to pick up you know i made a mention of that earlier but uh this isn't the moment i was talking about where it sounds like a steven spielberg movie i think that part might be coming up we'll see gene jagged's like what's up meanwhile that guy's dying inside of the alien I think this is the part I was talking about as far as the score yep this is where the movie I I feel like we're not even this movie this score right here I don't feel like we're in horror territory we're not in sci-fi territory this is straight up it makes it feel like an adventure it's kind of like if I can make a comparison it's really weird but it's kind of like what Goblin did with the Dawn of the Dead soundtrack it made it sound very it, it made the the music made the movie feel and sound adventurous think that score was a reminder that <clears throat> while jordan peele does want to creep people out he wants to scare people he also wants you to have a good time while you're watching these movies and if there's any movie of his out of the three where you're going to like really have a good time like I, like i said the adventure comparison or feeling if it's any movie of his three that's going to make you feel like that i feel like it was this one like what i mean is about to make the sacrifice play motherfuckers when he said that i knew what was about to happen and i'm like because it's michael wincott i'll buy that disappointed a little bit does it push the story along it does in anybody else's movie that would be the black guy making that sacrifice play the sacrificial negro as they call it and if uh, if y'all don't understand what I'm talking about, there's a documentary, and I, I've, I've done commentary on this documentary, y'all can check it out if y'all want, um, it does cut off at some point, but I did this documentary uh, like two and a half years ago, pretty much. Uh, horror Noir, A History in Black Horror, the best documentary I've ever seen in my life, and they do explain the sacrificial negro in horror movies. Scatman Crothers' character in The Shining being one of the main focal points of that title. In any other movie, this would have been the black guy doing what Michael Wincott is doing right now. It's almost no doubt in my mind. (laughs) Hell no. mm, mm. Wouldn't be me though. I don't want the shot that bad. It's another thing. Is is, is, that's really terrifying? Is the fact that it's an alien that really never gets full. I would have stayed right under that tarp. I'm alive. I'm dead. Ooh. That shot in the trailer had me scared. Because I was like, we're, we can't kill Kiki Palmer. Like, when she flew into the air like that, I said, yeah, we're not. Can she please not get abducted? course, that was when I thought this was an alien spaceship. So, Jordan Peele has cle- clearly done <clears throat> people, you know, get out people, what people can do to each other type of harm uh us was tethers i thought us was going to be like uh, um thought it was going to be some type of zombie movie i I don't know maybe that was just me plus jordan peele says night living dead was is a big influence on why he does what he does rightfully so because it's the greatest movie ever made and we've got an alien movie i'm ready to see what he tackles next um I just lo- I love when directors, writers, and directors when they tackle different type of types of movie monsters, whether they're human or otherwise. Like it's one of the reasons I love Robert Rodriguez as much as I do, um, because Robert Rodriguez has given us vampires with From Dusk Till Dawn, he's given us aliens with The Faculty, he's given us um, zombies with Planet Terror, kind of touched on aliens again when he did the Predators movie, but that that wasn't. I think that was just produced by him Nimrod Natal directed that one the guy who did Armored but uh, like I said it's one of the reasons I like Robert Rodriguez he touches on different different movie monsters I would love to see Jordan Peele do a zombie movie I feel like if there was anybody who ever did another remake even though we've already had several different variations of Night Live and Dead if there was anybody who touches it again Jordan Peele the guy I would love to see it happen now we get the alien changing changing shape which was fucking me up because I didn't know whether to be scared or I didn't know whether to admire this shit cause I'm like I know that alien just ate a whole town full of people but it's looking beautiful when it changes shape No, no, no. He's like, yeah, I'm looking at you, bruh. I'm telling you, man. The way Jean Jacket is just flaunting his 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 or her. I don't know if the alien has a gender, but the way the alien is just flaunting its shit the way that it's changing shape and how beautiful it looks like you think this shit was a fucking a vo5 or garnier frutiques commercial or something like that because that shit that shit looks elegant right now i've never seen this this again liberties that jordan peele took with this movie i've never seen an alien that looks like this before I'm glad it changed shape. Could have easily just been a flying saucer-looking alien, but I like I like that change of shape. I just leave it. Come on. This was a sad moment right here, and it, again, if you forgot, it made you remember that they want you to invest in these characters in this movie. And I was already invested at this point, but it reminded me like, wow, this is so much more than just. Uh, alien movie okay uh, I stand corrected because OJ definitely is about to be the sacrificial negro right now but Michael Wincott did it first so you know forgot that thing opens up and different looking colors pop out of it 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 was it was such a strange but you can't look away from it you know what they what they did with this alien it's like the best kite you ever seen like if some shit like this popped up at the mummer's day parade I, i would not be surprised man that shot now see (coughs) excuse me this is this is probably where I would have banged out on that uh on that motorcycle because at some point I'm gonna want to get the fucking caution tape off of me that I just ran through oh that was a badass shot right there I don't know if Kiki Palmer really did that herself but that was a great fucking shot right there. And it reminded me of when Margot Robbie um, in the Suicide Squad, where she like kind of spins out on the motorcycle, where she turns it to the side when she's trying to get the Joker's attention on the road. know it's a small town but i'm not i'm not doing all of that just to get a picture like you gotta fucking turn the turn the crank of a, a a goddamn what's what's that thing called what is that thing called that cuts people a guillotine like come on come on now took me a while to figure out what that shit was called i know i don't give a damn And even in the clouds, uh, Jean Jacket looks, the shots that they have of of the alien in the clouds like that in his full form, I think that's dope as fuck. Let me say, man, um, I just realized, and this movie doesn't feel as long as I thought it would, at least not doing commentary for it anyway. Um, We're two hours and ten minutes into this commentary, man. If y'all are rocking out with me this long, listen, y'all already know, appreciate the hell out of y'all for that. If there's anything I don't mind being too long-winded, it's the commentaries. Like, when I start doing reviews that carry on for like an hour and some change, that's when I'm like, I don't know. No. <clears throat> but y'all know. I think everybody knows at this point, you know, three years and some change in. I I say this all the time, man. I, I don't know how to do normal, quote-unquote, reviews. <clears throat> like, I... I can't just explain something and narrow it down to ten minutes. Maybe when I um I'm gonna have to learn because slowly but surely people I'm gearing more towards getting this YouTube channel together. I feel like because I think I've said this before. Y'all know I repeat myself often, but yes! I feel like uh yes! no. I, do enough, I, want, I do enough You I do enough uh reviews Damn on TikTok it. and just movie news and my thoughts and rants and stuff like that i do enough of those videos that it's no excuse for me not to make a youtube channel at this point i'll still have the you know the audio podcast for everybody of course this is the foundation but maybe youtube will be like short reviews of of other stuff maybe i'll upload the audio you know the these types of episodes i'll upload to a different playlist on the channel we'll figure it out people Got some things cooking nonetheless, man. Shit is like the biggest Polaroid camera you've ever seen. <coughs> yeah, of course, now the, the the cops and the FBI and the NSA and the FAA, the FCC... The CDC, everybody pops the fuck up. I'd be like, where the hell, where were y'all at when old Jean Jacket was eating up the entire town? Okay, this <clears throat> this I did not understand. This is one of the things that I did not understand. That right there. Is that really OJ? Is she imagining it? Or did OJ really survive? I, I, I don't know. Why do I feel like there was more to the ending? Oh, no, we made it, people. we made it two hours of some change. We survived old Jean Jacket's attack on the town. We did not get consumed with everybody else. We did not get spit out on top of somebody's roof and extracted, you know, in, in, in the form of blood and in, in nasty liquid and shit like that. We made it, people. We survived. Now, let me just say this off the rip. I already know what's up. Uh, this is my third time watching this. I feel like I've had this is probably the best time that I've had watching it as opposed to the other two. Not just you know, not just because I love Jordan pill and I love what he's doing for the genre and just love what he's doing in, in in Hollywood in general. But because I got a chance to get this commentary out to y'all, maybe pick up on some things that I may have missed. So I know that this is a nine out of ten for me um the only thing that keep well one of the things that keeps this from a 10 is the fact that is there's still things i don't understand i don't understand what it was what's the significance of the shoe you know the shoe that's standing straight up when gordy uh, attacks everybody when the monkey attacks everybody i don't understand the whole you know like when it when you when you can't look at it i get it that was a thing but there's a moment where the the reflection is is showed to the horse and the horse freaks out. And I don't know how O.J. made that. Uh, you know, he he was able to figure that out when he had that flashback when he's trying to get, uh, you know, his sister and the guy into the into the van to get away. He has that flashback moment where the horse looks into the reflection and freaks out. And then he's like, OK, now he thinks to himself, OK, now I know we can't look at it and we can survive that way. I don't know how he came up with that. I I don't understand it. Maybe I'll watch it again. Maybe it just went over my head. I'm not sure. Um, What what are some other things that I just don't understand about the movie? I I don't understand the ending. Um, While I like it and I want to believe that O.J. survived was it like a figment of her imagination it's kind of like the shit that i mean it's it's a different movie entirely but the joker like there's so many questions that i still have about that movie was he really walking out of there was he really locked up in the institution i don't know but that's the same thing i don't know if oj really survived i don't know if, and i doubt that there's going to be a sequel for this i don't know if jordan peele has talked about it or if he's entertained the, the idea when asked by fans i don't know i don't see a sequel to this happening if he does, uh, sure. Like, but can we explain that? Like, don't just move on with new characters. Can we explain if OJ really survived or not? Because it just seems like one of those things that's to be left to the imagination. Where it's like, well, did he or didn't he? And I feel like it's just very, it's very vague. And the fact that she closed her eyes for so long, I, I just really don't know. There are some things, nonetheless, people. That went over my head, but overall, it's still a solid nine out of ten, man. Um, I don't really have too many complaints about this movie. One of the things that Jordan Peele has successfully done over the course of the three movies that I've seen, the three movies that he has made home runs with, is the fact of he handles his character so well, man. And he gets you invested, whether it's one character that you're super invested in, like like Daniel Kaluuya's character in Get Out, or whether it's a family of characters like uh, the movie Us with Lupita Nyong'o and Winston Duke and the two child actors, uh, actor and actress, or whether it's the brother-sister duo in this movie and the side characters that, that you you know you don't find annoying and you find yourself latching onto there's something about how he handles his characters how he tells these stories how he handles the 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 spectacle i guess if you will of his of his movies man is something just very carefully crafted that Jordan Peele does man and you would never guess that somebody like you know somebody that was that has such a comedic background, man. Like the Key and peel skits, maybe it does translate into his films because the Key and Peel skits are, they're just executed so well, man. And that's one of the few sketch comedy series that get me to laugh out loud. I laugh my ass off. So I don't know. Maybe the what people say is that comedians, they, they have such a dark side to them. So when they make the transition into horror, it's almost a seamless transition and you would think that they were at this shit for the longest time. But again, uh, Jordan Peele in his in his horror sketches, you can tell he pays attention and you can tell he's such a fan of the of, of the genre that it's really no surprise that he could pull shit off like this. But I still feel like there are some days where, you know, I I had just watched, um, I, I think the movie that I watched the most of his is Get Out and I feel like I'll probably do commentary for that this month and for us. But I feel like um, I, I feel like I've completely lost my train of thought right now because I'm just like fanboying out over this movie and over Jordan Peele's resume and over him as a creator in general. But we'll keep it short, man. We're already two hours and fucking 18 minutes into this commentary, man. But um, yeah, love this movie. It was such a different take on on the alien you know not invasion again this is not an alien invasion movie but just alien entities in general and i like the twist that he had on it where when you think you know you watch the trailers and you start watching a movie you think it's a flying saucer but it's not That is actually the alien entity itself and i feel like that was something really creative that he did man to throw people off and and to keep people invested after you've realized that 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 thing is the alien itself and again you can see his inspiration for Jaws in this movie all throughout, um, and it, it shows, man. I think he did a fantastic job, so shout out to Jordan Peele. Um, shout out to Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer, and um, oh my God, I always forget this guy's name. Hold up. Let me look it up so, I, so I'm so i not being rude here. I do not want to keep forgetting this guy's name, um, and while I'm looking it up, shout out to uh, Michael Wincott, Keith David, Brandon Perea is his name, and shout out to Steven Yoon and everybody else that was involved in the making of this movie, man, had a great time watching this, hopefully you guys had a great time listening to this commentary, God knows it was long enough, but, people, y'all already know where to go, man, and if y'all don't, y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, Podbean, and Podcast Addict shout out to anchor follow me on facebook instagram and tiktok romero Tudor. shout out to the facebook movie group the cinemaniacs and last but certainly not least shout out to the tutor reviewers the listeners the lovers the supporters out there um not gonna make too many announcements but we are gonna try our best to keep the the content rolling for black history month i gotta l- listen I'll put it out there, people. I don't give a shit. Uh, there is a list that I have on top of the list that I have as far as Black History Month. And it is black horror. It's, it's black horror cinema. JD's Revenge and Sugar Hill. I've already done both the Black Black Killer movies. Abby, which is pretty much the black version of The Exorcist, starring the Black Killer actor William Marshall. That's on the list. Um, Ganja and Hess is on there. Obviously, um, Get Out and Us is on there. What else? Bad Hair and Spell and... Um, I really don't think I want to do Antebellum, the Janelle Monae uh, like psychological horror thriller. I don't think I want to do that for Black History Month because that, you know, that's that's one of those things that takes us it takes us and Janelle Monet back to slavery days. And I don't. While I've never seen it, it might be decent for a first time watch. I'm not sure if that resonates well for this month. I'm, I'm I i do not know. But um, one thing I do know, uh, two things for certain as far as this week goes. One uh that Fast 10 trailer reaction will definitely be out Friday. I will be up bright and early waiting for the second that they drop that fucking trailer. Like I said, I'm going to need everybody's I'm going to need everybody's help with that one because I know I'm going to lose my fucking mind and I'm hoping the trailer is better than the Fast 9 trailer. I'm hoping it looks to be everything that I expected to be my expectations are through the roof. It's through the roof, man. They have not let me down yet. And you know, flaws and all, I feel like the series amps up every single time. So that will definitely be dropping Friday. As soon as I upload the trailer reaction, I am going to drop that shit on everything. Every social media platform will have that trailer reaction from me. Or if not, it will be the link for it for, so everybody can get to it. And um, the second thing is uh, tomorrow night... I think around 7 p.m., 8 p.m. Eastern time, that is, uh, me and Johnny Zuko will definitely be doing RNZ live again. So make sure y'all tune into that. We'll be doing it on Instagram live. And uh, our topic is definitely going to be movies that deserved sequels, you know, whether it's a horror movie, action movie, whatever the case may be. So y'all make sure y'all tune into that, man. And y'all already know the love and support that y'all show me. I show it back to y'all tenfold and then some. So with that being said, people, yours truly, Romero Tutor. Another episode of Tutor Reviews and the Cam- And I'll check y'all on the next one.